Hi, this is Shannon from SIS, the number four, teachers.org. Thanks so much for joining us today for our blog on virtual manipulatives. Doesn't the sound of that just sound amazing? Having virtual manipulatives at your fingertips, especially considering where we are today in education, with face-to-face, -face, hybrid, or even in class, it can certainly take your teaching of mathematical concepts to the next level. In the past, the thought of virtual manipulatives always overwhelmed me a bit. Maybe this sounds familiar. I had a collection of really great sites bookmarked, but never really had time to go through them to figure out which tool would go where, which tool would work with my interactive whiteboard. Would I be able to interact really with students with this? Would students actually be able to use it? And then I would try to do some of the tools on my Mac computer and it would say something like I needed to download a plugin and then I just honestly gave up. I always said, I'll come back to this some other time. I always told that to myself. And here we are to fast forward in 2020, and we're literally hanging on by a thread in the education world. We're grasping at every possible resource available to help kids learn. It's time to take another look at virtual manipulatives. Virtual manipulatives can do many things for students, but if you know me in my early childhood philosophy, I think kids should discover a concept by using their hands to interact with real objects in the physical world. Let's be honest, hands down, hands-on learning is important, no pun intended. This is why we have our math salad bar concept where we have a manipulative library that is full of manipulatives that correspond to math concepts being taught. However, we're in this situation and it's the 21st century and if you look at Marzano's research, a lot of it looks at the parts of the brain that are lighting up in different areas and showing that students learn differently when it's through technology. He has concluded the conceptual part of the brain can be tapped into by interacting with visual images in, the tech, in a really a technological way. However, we still want to have a balance of using virtual manipulatives versus actual physical manipulatives that kids can hold in their hands. But with how we're teaching today, we just need a variety of all of these tools at our fingertips, especially when we're facing what we are right now, when kids can't really touch different manipulatives. What are we going to be able to do? Virtual manipulatives. Honestly, just giving you a list of websites is not going to magically help you incorporate virtual manipulatives in your classroom. I have a few places that I think to as go-tos, but instead of sending you off on an exploratory journey that you don't have time for, I've gotten through some of my favorites like the Toy Theater, Didex, the Math Learning Center apps, and I've really organized the list of a virtual manipulatives by concept right alongside all the other great resources you've come to expect from SIS for teachers. When you're in the midst of teaching, you don't have time to search your list to find out what you need. So we put all the tools at your fingertips, just like you do with the math salad bar items in your classroom. It's as easy as that. Of course, we don't add every single virtual manipulative to our library. You might actually have some of your own, your own favorites. Feel free to send them our way. But you'll be able to see the many uses and related resources for each of the most common virtual manipulatives that we use. Place value disks, for example, we can use those for things with adding, subtracting, multiplying, and dividing. If, if you want to have place value strips to teach place value, obviously, but you also can use it, the place value strips for addition with partial sums and how we show it with doing subtraction with T-pops with coordinating the place value disks with the place value strips. As you look through virtual manipulatives, don't miss one of my favorite parts of the new website is that you can search by grade level. Sure, 
by concept. Sure, maybe you're looking at teaching numeracy. Let's click on the numeracy icon so I can pull up the five and 10 frames. Click the icon so you can get to the resource page. And there you can download related PDFs, see related videos and products. You almost have your own private guide to use the virtual manipulatives. For place value, you certainly could use the place 10 blocks, you could use the place value disk, place value strips, and you'll find tools that work with concepts that are in many different categories in the website. Maybe it's just multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, place value. For numeracy, the rec and rec, the abacus, the five frame, the 10 frame, I even love this multiple 10 frame, are all great uses of tools. The Partial Product Finder is an amazing tool, one that we were just talking about in the classroom the other day to help students understand the idea of partial products, why we decompose, and how the product is actually made up of the area. A really great visual for students. Students who are working with multiplicative comparison problems, hmm, they might need one inch square tiles. You could put the image up and have them be able to think about how they would do it. Students can do it at home while doing their work to grasp the idea with manipulatives. Number bombs also have their own manipulatives. Just plug in your numbers and go. What about kits that don't have a dice or don't have counters? I love the dice tool that I've included in the list because you can play with two or however many you need. There's also six and 10-sided dice. You could do different types of dice to help you play the game or interact with math concepts. You could pull out three dice and see if students could virtually round numbers to the nearest hundred or find the highest sum, lowest product, or even the highest product. Distributing virtual manipulatives. Our teachers put together virtual math salad bar for her students really online. We kind of took this idea of her creating a Bitemoji virtual classroom and put in the links for the manipulatives on a shelf. Of course, you could also post a direct link to the manipulatives in your Google Classroom. You can select different types of manipulatives that you would want your kids to use based on what you're teaching and put it in the Google Classroom in the hyperlink. I think this is a great way to help students be able to access manipulatives when maybe they can't, they can't really get it in person. You have to check out one of our free downloads that we created for you with a bit emoji kind of virtual classroom with a shelf with manipulatives that are set to go. Feel free to make a copy of this and use it in your classroom. Of course, I'll never let go of the fact that I would much rather have students use these tools in their hands, as you know, but the ability to show something conceptually in math is quite important, and virtual manipulatives make it possible for students today to have that imprint in the brain to understand mathematical concepts in a concrete way. I can't wait to hear how you're using virtual manipulatives in your classroom. Thanks so much for joining us.